Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I have so many things to tell you. What do you got? I don't even know where to begin. I'm nervous and excited. I'm excited. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve is a good day. It's a good day. Um, first off, did you get all your uh, Christmas shopping done? I've been done since like November. How about you, Jonesy? Nope. No? You're going to go do some shopping after this? Yeah, I got to buy myself a gift. I'm thinking about buying a uh, Mac Studio computer. Ooh. I have a price out here, and if I, uh, if I pull the trigger on it right now, I can have it delivered to my house in two hours. Uh, it's an M2 Apple computer, uh, 192 gigs of memory. That's a eight, lot of memory. Yeah, eight gigabytes of uh, hard drive space. <laughs> uh, it's priced out for $9,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the old Apple upgrade trick. Yeah. It's got more leg room for your legs. Lego, you can buy a terabyte hard drive for $80, but we're going to charge you $499. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Don't do it. Don't I just hit go. So. <laughs> what Jones told us before we went on air that he was thinking about buying this, I was like, I will actually personally get mad at you <laughs> if you spend friggin' nine grand on a Mac on a Mac studio. But uh, hey, you know what? You do you. No, you just gotta get I'll the, get over it. Get the Mac Mini. It's wonderful. If I'm quiet for another couple seconds, it's because I'm typing my... Uh, my credit card number. Jesus. <laughs> type, type, type. Uh, I can't wait to the conversation you have with your wife when you get home. You have something in the notes that I saw, and I can't wait for you to get to it, and it's right at the top of the list. Oh, my God. This is my favorite. Okay. This is not even story worthy, but you'll you'll appreciate it. And Like, I hate this sentence. Yeah. The audience may or may not appreciate this story, but I'll I'll appreciate telling you, and I know that you'll enjoy it. So we go out to dinner a couple of weeks ago, me, my wife, my brother, his wife, a couple other friends, and we go to this um, nice restaurant, awesome menu. They got lots of random options. As we're going around the table, people ordering, you know, normal stuff. I got um, what I always know people are going to look at me like I'm a loser. Double cut pork chops? No, no. Pork, cho- I, I, pork chops suck. I'm just throwing that out there. Your brother Frank is always the pork chop guy at the restaurant. Yeah, like you go to like a fancy steakhouse and everyone's like, I'll get the porterhouse, I'll get the ribeye. And then my brother Frank will be like, oh, can I get the pork chops? And then he's like, you know what? I'm not not liking these pork chops. I'm like, no crap. I could have told you that. There's only one place ever that I've ever been to that has good pork chops. And it's this random uh, steakhouse in, uh, in the city that is known for its pork chops and they just happen to do it's them called amazing the pork chop steakhouse it's called the pork house yeah <laughs> the pork chop house but anyway we're all ordering i order the organic chicken and every time i get that everyone i know everyone's gonna look at me like i'm a, a nerd like who orders just like chicken especially when it says organic in front of it. it just sounds so boring and lame but at this place it's amazing like it's like super crispy on the outside i think they do that thing where they like they cook it with like a brick on top that flattens it out and makes it all crispy and delicious. What kind of restaurant is this? It's uh, like America, American. I don't know. Okay, it's called okay. Beginnings in Atlantic in Atlantic. Oh, yeah. It's Beach. like American, like up upscaled, like bar fare. Yeah. It looks like a library inside. It looks like a. it's got like that vibe or like bookshelves. with. The, they have the Yardbird chicken, which is what you should always go with if you're going to get chicken there. I almost got the Yardbird. Chicken's but, also my least favorite protein. Okay. Well, you want to hear 
the worst way to order chicken? Yeah, well, I could see it here. So we're going around the table, and my sister-in-law, Amy, goes, um, can I get the poke bowl? But, um, and now I'm going to pause for a second. I'm going to do like a, a Pulp Fiction, where I do like a callback to another time. My sister-in-law, Amy, is a very picky eater. She's like the kind of person that like doesn't eat sushi. She doesn't eat fish. She doesn't, she won't get like octopus at a Greek restaurant. She's like chicken fingers, cheeseburger kind of, kind of person. Right. Um, and I hear her order a poke bowl and I'm like, that is very uncharacteristic of Amy. But then she goes, but can I customize it a little bit? And I was like, okay, here we go. And she's like, instead of the tuna, can you put in grilled chicken? And I like, I like stopped dead in my tracks. I'm like, Amy, you can't sub out the, the poke from a poke bowl. <laughs> like you basically are asking for a grilled chicken salad. Yes. Like you can't do that. And the lady's like, let me go ask the chef. I'm like, I'm embarrassed to be at this table yeah, with you right that's now. That's rough, man. Like, you can't order a poke bowl and take out the poke. So I thought that this was going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to say that you tried this and you loved it. Oh, and no. then I was, I had like an arsenal ready to annihilate you. Oh my! How dare you? How dare you think I would order that? Um, I'm a little offended right now. I was. So was I. I'm a little hurt, but anyway. So was I. Well, hopefully. We could. Oh yeah, we're good. We now. can move past this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're good. We're back on back on friendship terms. Okay, so she orders it, and then it comes out, and it comes out with tofu in it instead of grilled chicken, and she looks at it and she's like, "Oh, they messed up my order." I'm like, "You deserve everything yeah. you're getting right now. All yeah. of this." Way to be the customized jerk, right? And now she's picking out the tofu, and the waitress comes over and she goes, "Oh, by the way, the grilled chicken is coming out. They're just bringing it out separate, and then you could add it." whatever and i was like i was like this whole thing this whole thing sucks right now you know i love you and by the way amy if you're listening to this right now i love you dearly and this does not change my love for you at all um but you deserve all the uh ridicule we're gonna give you in the next 30 seconds so i made a new rule when we order dinner on from like grubhub or whatever or any restaurant that if it's getting delivered that i'm no longer doing crazy customizations for people like you don't like tomato on your burger pull it off when it gets here because the last time i did a customize everything came that way and now like i don't get the things i like on my shit because you didn't want it yeah like so people, i don't play that game anymore yeah we have a friend who orders tacos from taco bell and um he uh always asks for no lettuce and i'm like listen man i get that you don't like vegetables but like that's like that's too far you're going too far like just eat the friggin' lettuce you know what i'm saying i do man i do taco bell taco is four things like how do you take one of the four things off and the, le crazy. the lettuce is important, man. Like a taco. Like one of those things is the holder of the other three things. Oh, yeah. my God. Could you order a taco without the shell? <laughs> I mean, Can I just get a bag of meat and cheese? Can I get a bag yeah. of meat? Yeah. <laughs> just put it in a Doritos bag. I got it. <laughs> I feel like a poke bowl with chicken is not a bad thing. It's terrible. At its base. Like if I'm at home, right, and I'm like, well, I got chicken, I got rice, I got it, and mommy bean, I got carrot, I'll make it, and it'll probably be pretty good. I would never order that in a restaurant. No. The point is, it becomes just a grilled chicken salad. It's not a poke bowl anymore. Like you're, you're like, you're transforming it to another, another dish. And then you like, know? A, like a poke bowl usually has like mango in it. Like did they get mango and chicken? Because that sucks. Who wants that? I think it did have mango. Yeah. Do you remember we used to always uh, half entrees there, me and you? 
Yes. We used to get the ramen yes. bowl and then the yardboard chicken and just half them. Mm. So wonderful. Oh, we should do that right now. <laughs> um, let's stop recording, guys. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, I think like, and this brings up the other uh, existential philosophical question that I've been racking my brain about for probably the last 25 years, which is at what point do you add so many things to a grilled cheese that it doesn't become a grilled cheese anymore? Like if you got a grilled cheese with bacon and tomatoes on it, is it still a grilled cheese? Yes. Or is it a bacon and tomato and cheese no, it's sandwich? No, it's a grilled cheese with bacon and tomato. What if I do bacon, cheese, I mean bacon, tomato, turkey? Then I can argue that it's a turkey sandwich with melted cheese, bacon, and tomato. Yeah, it's almost a turkey melt. Yeah. Like what is what? I what guess is a, pro, a pro, I guess um, like a cold, like a real protein. Like bacon's a topping, so that doesn't truly count as a protein. It's like yeah, it's it's protein adjacent. Like technically, it's meat, but it's not. There's only really. one world where that counts as a protein. That's a BLT. Which is crazy because if you think about a BLT, it's like it feels like it's missing the main ingredient. Yeah, it's just a sandwich sandwich of toppings. Yeah, but they're delicious. For it's also, reason. like the only way that I like bacon. A BLT from a diner like a fresh blt like you can't order that delivery because by the time it gets there it's soggy it's soggy disgusting but like a, yeah, a you need fresh the crisp BLT, toast so good oh man i just got hungry again damn um so yeah that happened all right now while we're on the topic of food which by the way the name of this podcast makes everyone think that this podcast is just about food did you guys realize that it's okay and um so we'll gonna stick to that theme for a second uh, limited time only. The double decker taco is back at Taco Bell. It's actually gone. What? What? It was only till like the twenty second. What? What's today? Twenty third. <laughs> well, that sucks. I was planning on leaving here and going directly to that Taco Bell across the street. I'm not doing that now. Wow. Well, that just took the air out of my balloon. I don't know if that's a term. <laughs> is that a term? I don't think so. Oh. Wind out of your sail. I took the lettuce out of my taco. <laughs> it took the poke out of my poke bowl. Yeah. Well, anyway, the double decker taco was back. Rest in peace. But I had to um, explain to some people who, who happened to go to get the double decker. And they're like, yeah, it was pretty good. But I don't know what the, all the hoopla is about. I'm like, you, you got the nacho cheese on it, right? And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You got to get a double decker taco. Well, they obviously never cheese. listened to our show because it's all you've talked about. That's the only way to eat a double-decker taco is you got to add the nacho cheese. And sometimes they screw it up and they like put the, they just give you a side of nacho cheese and then you have to add it yourself. But even then it's still delicious. But if you get it with the nacho cheese in it, the best part is that the nacho cheese is hot and then it melts the other cheese. So then you have like double cheese inside your double-decker taco and the consistency is like amazing. So. You know what it was? It was... You got to remember that it came out before the the cheesy gordita crunch did. Yeah. So that was like the original, right? And like we have nostalgia for that because it's the original. Like if, you can't compare it to like now. It's the same way like movies are. Like you you can't take like a movie from like 20 years ago that was ahead of its time because now it's no longer ahead of its time. Or like you can't judge Sean Connery for saying in, you know, interviews that, you know, sometimes a woman needs a good slap, you know? Because <laughs> you know, it's a different time. <laughs> You know, oh, is maybe, that a thing that happened? That really happened. Sean Connery's like, you know, sometimes when they get is that why we don't hear from him anymore? Yeah, well, he's dead, I think. But he yeah. died. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Like thirty years ago. Wow, 
<laughs> rip and dip <laughs> rip and dip sean connery he died I mean, right after the rock i mean everybody keeps the rock died <laughs> No, no, the movie The Rock. He wrote it. He died. Oh, that movie is so good. No, that, yeah. that kind of sounded like he he died right after The Rock died. Yeah, um, Yo, not for nothing. If The Rock died and I'm the one breaking the news to you, I feel really bad. <laughs> the Rock is should run for president. Anyway, so speaking of ripping and dipping, um, besides the double decker taco ripping and dipping, everyone keeps dying. Did you notice that? Yep. So Andre Brower died. You know who that is? Terrible. Captain oh, Holt man. from uh, probably my favorite show of the last decade, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've been watching so many like YouTube compilations of his best like one liners. Uh, so <sighs> good. He's amazing, and he Dude's was all, amazing. He's been amazing since his his debut, his acting debut in 1989's uh, uh, Civil War epic Glory, starring uh, Matthew Broderick and a young Denzel Washington. Great movie. Yeah. So Andre Brower's been kicking ass since 1989. Yeah, he died of uh, lung cancers. Crazy. Um, yeah. So rip and dip, rip and dip. Captain or dad? Dad. Yeah, I feel like he's my dad. I want him to be my dad. <laughs> Who else died this week? Bob Barker. Bob Barker died. Yeah, Bob Barker died. Well, oh, rip and dip. I thought he was dead already. No, he was 99. The guy from The Substitute Season 3. I mean, Substitute 3. Remember that movie? Treat Williams? Yeah, he's dead. There was Treat a, Williams died? Yep. Died in August. What am I looking Motorcycle Jeez. accident. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he farted? <laughs> he farted. Well, yeah. some, sometimes I hate this search engine, man. Like, I tell you on DuckDuckGo? Yeah. I, yeah, maybe you, you know, use uh, Bing or Yahoo. I typed in who died this week, and it gives me, like, people who died in August. I'm like, man, it ain't August. Learn your dates. What do we got AI for? You, you oh, ran. yeah. Matthew uh, Perry died. Singer from Journey? <laughs> yes. The singer from Should Journey. Should have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe. Yo, check out this sweet sneeze I'm about to do. Wait, you're going to sneeze on air? <laughs> Into the mic? That yeah, would be fun. That That's would, great for the audience. That would sound awesome. They're going to have a blast hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I good. just laughed my sneeze away. This is garbage. <laughs> Love it. Good. You deserve it. Oh. You deserve it. You deserve it. You don't even get the full word deserve. You just get served. You just got served. <laughs> uh, by the way, again, uh, for like the second week uh, episode in a row, this episode is being powered by the largest cans of Red Bull ever. It's the only thing keeping me going right now. Yeah. Eric just worked a 12 hour shift, hung out for a couple of hours while I, like the rest of us got ready and now is doing this episode. This so... For Eric, even though, like, right now, it's what time? It's noon on a Saturday. For Eric, it's like it's like four in the morning. <laughs> worse. Can you read this guy's name, Pump? Raleigh Crump. Raleigh Crump, longtime Disney designer behind groundbreaking Disneyland attractions, dies at 93. Raleigh Crump. Raleigh. Rip and dip. Raleigh Crump. That's a great name, Raleigh Crump. Is it spelled O-L-L-Y or A-L-E-I-G-H? R-O-L-L-Y. Okay. Raleigh. And then Crump is like... Or Rolly. Is it Rolly? Oh, well, it's short for Roland, so maybe it is Rolly. Oh, it's Rolly Crump. Even cooler? Even better, yeah. Crump is a great last name. His middle name is crazy, too. His middle name is Fargo. Did you know... That's a good name. Did you know that Stevie Wonders... You know what his first name is? Stevie Wonders? (laughs) Stevie Wonders. You know what Stevie Wonders' full name is? Steve Wonders. Yes. Steve Lynn Did you know that? 
His name <laughs> That's is, real? Yes. Steveland Judkins. His name is Steveland. Not Steven. <laughs> not Stefan. It's Steveland. <laughs> like rhymes with Cleveland. <laughs> Stevie Wonder's dope. I'm so mad I didn't name my kid <laughs> Steveland Pomponia. <laughs> Bro, what an awful name. It's so bad. Anyway. So, all right. Enough death. The next one you have here is kind of piquing my interest, too. Oh, my God. So, this is a good one. Okay. So, also, I'm going to... I've recently been looking. I don't know how it happened, but I watched, like, one YouTube video on condos in this place. And now, it like, keeps coming up in my feed. All it says here is karaoke in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. So, let me... So, I've been looking at condo prices in the Philippines and Thailand. Are you moving? Are you moving? They're, like, ridiculously cheap. Yeah. On the, like, ocean view, beautiful. That's where people, a lot of people retire early. Yeah. Oh, I know. retire at, like, 40 years old and live there. I've learned like, a thousand dollars. Like, if you could scrounge up, like, a thousand dollars a month for the next... You know, however many years you're gonna like. I mean, the three of us. Let's be honest. Our life expectancy is not great. Yeah, but um, yeah, you could live like a king for like a thousand oh, yeah. a month. Everything's like half the price of here. Yeah. So, turns out in the Philippines, they take their karaoke very seriously. They love it. It is like a national treasure there. And are you gonna? Are you going to tell a, a little tale about a song you can't sing there? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I just watched this recently. This is so crazy. I think Mr. Ballin told yes, me. Yes, me too. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. There is a song that you should absolutely never, never, ever sing karaoke in the Philippines. This song has caused m- like dozens of deaths. People have been murdered over this song. And the song is My Way by Frank Sinatra. Makes zero sense to me. Crazy. But people love their karaoke and take it so seriously there. And of all the songs, for some reason, My Way by Frank Sinatra is a very highly coveted song. There's been dozens of people who have been murdered either like straight up on stage while singing it or right after because they butchered it. So like like one example is this dude was like, 29 year old kid hanging out with all his friends at a bar getting drunk having a great time and he decides he wants to go up and sing my way by frank sinatra he's hanging out with the bouncer before he's friendly with all the people that work there everything's going fine he goes up there crowd is you know you know that that sound of just the ambient crowd of everybody talking like when you're at a at a crowded bar the second that the like the track music for the for the song started playing the entire place goes dead silent and everyone like stops what they're doing and like stares at the at the stage like is this guy really gonna attempt my way right now in the philippines like a friggin' lunatic so the kid is like oh man i guess i gotta go for it so he starts singing doing fine he's singing it well and all of a sudden the place is starting to get into it he looks over in the back of the room the bouncer that he's friends with is like singing along with him, like giving like that head nod of approval. So the kid's feeling good. So he starts getting into it. He's loving it. He's singing the song. Everyone's singing along and it's going well. Then he has to hit this like super high note in the song. And once he goes to hit that high note, his voice cracks like bad. Like he has like a bad voice crack and everyone in the crowd's like, 
they like gasp and then the kid gets nervous when he realizes that you know everyone heard his screw up so now he loses all his confidence and starts messing up the song now he's singing off key he's he's like can't get back on track he looks back in the back of the room and the bouncer went from like singing along and nodding his head to just like kind of like looking at him with like a scowl on his face of disapproval. And the kid gets even more nervous. Like, oh man, I'm really butchering this. Right? Right towards the end of the song, at a left field, the bouncer just gets up, pulls out a gun, and shoots him right in the chest on stage and kills him right there. Wow. And the reason why is because he butchered My Way by Frank Sinatra. This guy was like a friendly got a friendly bouncer that actually was hanging out with them before they even got on stage. Like that's how serious they take karaoke in the Philippines. So this is my public service announcement. Eric, when you move there, please, for the love of God, do not sing my way by Frank Sinatra during karaoke. Wasn't going to do it. Do you, do you guys do a lot of karaoke? I've done it probably eight times in my life. There was a point in my life, like probably like an eight year period where I was doing it every weekend right my way is a very popular song and people go like it happens here like people don't get shot here but people definitely like will get booed off a stage for that song and that song only yeah that song uh for some reason it gets people so all weird hot and bothered me. yeah so weird speaking of karaoke the worst thing about doing karaoke when you sing professionally in a band i guess we're considered professional musicians right we've been paid for it yeah we're professionals people think that I'm going to be better at it than I am. I'm like, dude, I'm not good at this. Yeah, I could sing my songs. Yeah. Like, first off, the backing track is impossible to hear. So I'm going to be completely winging it and not knowing if I'm off key or not. Second of all, the sound on the mic, the mic is like the volume on the mic is always like way too loud versus the music. So it's always going to like hear every imperfection. Third, I don't know the words to the song, so I'm reading them as I'm singing. So I'm not exactly gonna. And I'm know, not. I don't, I'm not a good reader. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not exactly gonna crush it. You know, the only song I can do karaoke well is because I already know all the words and I've sang it a billion times. Is uh, "Run Around Sue." It's the only song I could sing well because I know it. <laughs> like, but you know, we should go. You know, we should go to as a as a podcast outing. Uh, they do a thing called punk rock karaoke, and I think it's coming around here soon. Yep. That'll do. That will crush. Because that's actually guys from Famous Punk. Yeah, bands. you're playing with a band. Oh, the band's playing live. Like, the it's Brian Baker from Bad Religion. It's, there's a bunch. Who else do they got? They got Randy from Pennywise. Uh, Randy's the bassist? Yeah. Uh, who is this guy? Steve Lind? Is his name Steve, Steve Lind? Lind? Yeah. But I think they're coming around soon. Where are they coming? Um, well, whatever, whenever it's happening, we should do it. I'm 100% down for that. That would be amazing. I, easier I did it, stage. I, did it at a, I went on a punk rock cruise a couple years ago, and they did the punk rock karaoke there, and I sang a Misfit song, and it was dope. The other thing I can't do as a singer who, which, like, it's so hard to explain to other people. Like, I can't sing good unless I sing loud. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone was like, exactly like if you were like, hey, Pomp, sing that song that you're talking about like so that I could figure out what, what song you're talking about. Like you ask me on the air and I try to sing it, I'll be like, I'll sound terrible. Like I have to belt it out. Yeah, the people who could sing well like loud, like like they sing well like quiet like in a car, they can't sing real. No. 
that's yeah like i've learned that over my years we used to call that the inside voice like yeah. when and then when you listen to someone who sings with the inside voice but trying to sing for real life in a band that's why they never make it to become the singer of the band because it's like dude that does not sound proper that does not sound good punk rock karaoke is friday january 12th at saint vitus in brooklyn can we get tickets yeah all right should do that honestly don't you know don't bother now but like don't you know after well, I the can't, show i can't afford them now after that computer purchase <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> touche all right so i got so much more to get through hold on once my uh ipad unlocks <laughs> sick oh so eric you actually have two pieces of news that we should share well first off i want to congratulate my nephew nico why what uh what did nico do did he, he uh, has his first girlfriend what is her name floof her name is <laughs> <laughs> floofy her name is libby her name's not steve lind is it it's not steve lind so libby okay tell us more about libby so by the way for those who don't know your nephew nico is what 17 or 16 17 17 just turned 17 first girlfriend is a big deal first girlfriend um, one milkshake two straws <clears throat> yeah she's a she's an adorable kid she's in like the drama club chorus like all that she's like a stage girl um nice. and they're just like adorable together that's amazing he actually wrote her a note to ask her to be his girlfriend that's amazing did he write it like in pencil i think he typed it because he has the worst handwriting on the planet so he like typed it out printed it yeah and then gave it to her was it like will you be my girlfriend yes no maybe sure was <laughs> that's amazing a checkbox i hope so oh there was definitely options oh man she wrote yes right? she wrote yes okay. and i'm very happy for the two of them what do you do when they like i always think about the maybe option like what do you do if they write maybe change schools <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome good for you nico nico man do your thing just remember you're you're an awesome kid and um she's lucky to have you just saying amen amen all right what else we got we're gonna talk about the dt possible news yeah why not so i was uh <clears throat> shooting the poop with a gentleman who used to be in a band called Brookside while we were doing our Deciding Tonight thing. We actually work together now, and funny enough, we played the same exact stage uh, at Warp Tour, Randall's Island, together and didn't know each other then. Yes, that was a good that was a good show. It was 400 degrees that, yeah. that day. I almost died of heat stroke on stage. We threw out an idea this morning at about 4 o'clock in our delirium about doing a possible band split of about three or four songs each and releasing something together. That would be amazing. For those who don't know, in the punk rock world, it, it used to be a very big um, thing that bands would do. Called They would do something called a split EP, which is essentially, yeah, like one, it's one album, but like half of it is, obviously you can figure this part out by being called a split, but half of it is one band, half of it's another band. The reason you would do it is because one, it cuts down on production costs, Two, it exposes the other your your music to the other band's fans and vice versa. So it's like you got good cross pollination. Uh, it it's a, 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 a good way term, to put it. Good term. Um, it was a great thing, but now because people don't really like they don't really press like physical albums anymore. I guess the idea of a split EP is not as um, not as popular, but it still makes sense to do it on like Spotify. You know, hundred percent. And so I'm all in on this. Me too. I mean, we're three sixths of the band right yeah. here. So what? And Jones, you're in, right? Oh yeah, I didn't say so. Yeah, no, I'm, you didn't I'm officially in. say it yet. I knew he was in. I didn't really have to ask him. You're now on recording, so you're on record. <laughs> yeah. 
It's fully binding. We just got to get the rest of the band in and yeah. we can so, do it. <laughs> I got to ask, does the rest of the band know about this? Not nope, yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But I have so many song ideas. I actually, I think that the rest of them would be in Chronicide on scene. Yeah. I agree. You want to hear some of the song ideas I have? Well, Brookside's already fully in too. Their whole band's oh, in. Yeah, they already, he texted them at like 4.30 in the morning. They all wrote back. All right. So right after we're done recording, <laughs> we're starting a group chat with the band members <laughs> yeah. and uh, we're getting this going. Uh, you want to hear some song ideas I have? Sure. Names, you mean? No, they're just like... I like. Are you going to sing parts of songs yeah, you gonna, think are going to be cool? Yeah, it goes like this. Like, My name's Pop and I'm in a punk band. That's how it's going to go. Are, you, are we doing a cover on My Way? Uh, yes, <laughs> o- and we're only going to play it in the Philippines. We're covering the Usher song, My Way, though. Oh, my God. Could we name a song Karaoke in the Philippines? Yeah, that's absolutely. A good, that's a good song title, actually. That's going to be the name of the split EP. You can just be covers of other My Ways, like Limp Bizkit's My Way. Yeah, oh, my God. I think we should we should play Usher's My Way in the Philippines and see if it has the same reaction. <laughs> um, so, okay, you want to hear some of my ideas? No, they're lyrical. They're lyric theme ideas not okay. not i'm not gonna like hum a guitar part for you uh, it goes we're being attacked in we should probably put a drum part like a like behind that yes or then we'll do like a halftime where we're like do da do da do do da Oh man, it's gonna be so good. Brap, like a little Swiss. Yeah. What was that? A, 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 we're gonna make it a, a Swiss triplet or something. So what's it called? <laughs> a Swiss triplet. Is that really what it's called? It's a flam. A flam. Oh. What's a Swiss triplet? Uh, tri- uh, three people from Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's one of the three people from Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be Swiss triplets. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, you want to hear some of my song ideas? Yeah. All right, so the first one is, um, they're both serious, by the way. They're not comical, so sorry for not making All right, you, I'm out. You're not going to laugh in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> the first is, um, there's, this, there's this crazy story my grandma told me two weeks ago that blew my mind. Um, you know, a, a lot of people right now are like overdosing from fentanyl by accident unfortunately and it's happened a lot and happened one of our friends from high school recently passed away so i I was telling my grandma like that 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 happened and she's like oh that's just like so and so and i was like huh and she's like yeah you don't remember that i'm like no and then she just told me the crazy she went out to tell me the craziest story there's this um this family that lived around the block from from my my cousins that i used to know when we were growing up and for some reason i haven't seen them for long time i'm like wow they i guess they had a falling out or something this like 50 something year old married couple was like the most like regular couple you've ever seen like they look like the type of people that drive their kids to soccer practice you know what i mean and their two young kids were home from college and uh they were going to do a barbecue and the kids were outside, like setting up the backyard. They were getting the grill cleaned, or whatever, setting up the music and everything. Put out the, all the table settings, and like, wow, mom and dad are still sleeping. These lazy bums are still sleeping. It's like ten o'clock in the morning. So they go and knock on the door. They don't answer. They knock again. They don't answer. Like that's really crazy. Why are they still in there? And then they started to get worried. They opened up the door and found them both in bed, Dunzo, unalived. Oh, deed. Turns out they over overdosed on fentanyl. And this is back in 2017. This happened, like by they were doing they were doing blow. 
They were doing they were doing cocaine. They were doing cocaine and sex. They were doing cocaine and sex and uh got a bad batch. So this is this is OG fentanyl overdose cuz I didn't even realize it's been around that long. And um did you say fentanyl? 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 Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Whatever. Just zip it. You don't deserve to be my friend. <laughs> That was a callback, Joe. Can we name that song Steveland Rocks? <laughs> Steveland Rocks, hell yeah. Steveland Crack Rocks. <laughs> crack will be in parentheses. Anyway, so um, so I hear this story. My grandma tells me a story. I'm blown away by this, right? And now I leave my grandma's house. I'm driving home. I'm by myself. And I'm like, just keep thinking about it. Because I'm like, that's so freaking sad. Imagine losing both your parents. And like, I'm, I'm thinking about all the sad parts of it. But then I have this other realization. I'm like... This couple, this married couple in their 50s have been married for probably 30 years. They still do blow together. I'm like, that's kind of adorable. That's romantic. That is a romantic way to go out. Like, hey, let's just just do some lines, party, probably, you know, French kiss with their their bottom parts, you know, for all night. And then (laughs) Jones hates me right now for saying what I just said. (laughs) I'm like, but that's like a freaking romantic... (laughs) It's okay, Jones. You'll be all right. Uh, Jones just quit the podcast again. It makes you sad to know, though, that kids just can't buy a bag of blow anymore without worrying about it having fentanyl in it. Like, that's crazy. I know. It is sad. It is sad. So. It used to be the safest of the dangerous drugs. I know. It used to be like, oh, that's not. Oh, it has a little baby x lax in it. Yeah. It's like the worst part is like, yeah, if you get a bad batch, you poop your pants. <laughs> it's, it's like as bad as it got. Like, it but, was always like you would get cut with worse stuff, like not better stuff. Well, the, I think the reason they do it is like you're technically, you think about it, you say you take a, your cocaine batch, right? And now you want to cut it down to make more product out of it, right? To like, to, to make more money. Yes, that's cutting. We, yeah. We're I know, but for the people, the audience, I think they, maybe I think they get friggin', it. you know, they didn't go to drug school, <laughs> right? They, they would cut it with like, they'll cut it with like baby powder or laxatives, all that other stuff. But then they, to offset it getting weaker and weaker, they could sprinkle like just like a tiny little bit of fentanyl. See, I said it right that time, I think. Proud of you. They could just sprinkle just a tiny bit of that fentanyl and make it super potent all over again. So you're basically not even doing cocaine. You're doing baby powder with uh, fentanyl laced in it. But if you put the fentanyl is so insanely potent that if you, I, I messed up again, didn't I? I hate you. <laughs> just let it go, all right? Just let it go. <laughs> if you, If you lace it, with this super potent stuff and it and, and and you do like one sprinkle too much like instead of doing one dash you do one and a half dashes basically everyone who's doing it is going to die and that's basically why they do it so that they can they can make more money <coughs> by cutting it with baby powder and stuff anyway so i just kept thinking about this couple like just like doing blow like having a rate like a little mini romantic rager in their bedroom and then and then unfortunately dying but they romantically died together in bed which weirdly is like a i don't know seems like a romantic way to go like romeo and juliet style but uh i just kept thinking i'm like this is a great idea for a song so i want to write a song about that couple but it's like almost going to be romantic but also tragic but also romantic and also tragic every romance is tragic yes true so the name of the song is fred and ronda od'd on fentanyl no i think it's going to be Steveland Crack Rocks. Steveland Crack Rocks. <laughs> yeah. So that's my first song idea for our split EP. And then you want to hear my second one? Yeah, <laughs> if, sure. if it's not about a double-decker taco, I don't want to hear it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just about yeah, it's about my obsession with with uh, Tex Mex. Um, no, it's uh, Santa I, Fe Gordita. <laughs> yes. Well, now I'm not going to tell you because it's not funny. Damn it! It doesn't have to be funny. Go all on. right, all right. It's serious. So well, we just made a couple overdosing and dying funny. So I think we can we could turn this one too. Okay, okay. Let's see what you guys could do because in my head it's very serious. All right. So I was sitting where you're sitting right now, Eric, which is where I sit every day. So in my in my office slash podcast studio, it the there's a big bay window that faces the street. So like when I have like the the blinds up, I could just see everybody driving down the street, whatever, and. There's a four-way stop sign, right? Or, yeah, four-way stop sign right by my house that everyone blows through the stop signs every day. Like I, I, all day, I, I'm every so, day. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, this is the first time I've ever thought about this, and I've been in this room thousands of times at this point. This is the only room I've ever been in that had a bay window that wasn't the living room. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, it's actually a good call. It's weird to be on the second floor with a bay window. Like, if this was someone's bedroom, right? It's not. It's your office. But if this was someone's bedroom, they would have a bay window in their bedroom. Yeah, this is supposed to be a bedroom, I guess. This looks like it looks like a bedroom. This is a weird room. This is a weird room. When I first moved into this house, just so you guys know, the whole room was painted pink, like bright, like Barbie pink, and it said uh, bedazzled on the wall right behind where my monitor is. Chloe's room in bedazzled. Like so, that's going to be the name of this song. So I had to use like a scraper. Me and my my buddy Shulman, rest in peace had to scrape off all the bedazzled jewels off the wall and then and then paint it i still resent you for taking that off we should have just left it saying chloe's room in here but i wonder what chloe's up to these days she's probably probably fentanyl she's probably od'd yeah she's dating nico yeah oh my god (laughs) she changed her name to livy um so anyway so when i work during the day with the blinds open i just watch people like blast through my stop sign every day i'm like why are they why are they in such a rush? Why is everyone in such a rush? And then I started thinking about like, wouldn't it be a cool idea for a song to like write, like make up guesses of what everybody's, where everybody's going as they drive by. So, but the, the overall theme of the song is like, everybody's in a rush, but they don't even know where the hell they're going. That's kind of the theme. Like everyone's in such a hurry to get somewhere and they don't even and do they even like where they're going like are they coming home from work do they love being home that much that they can't freaking wait or do they like go home and they also are miserable there or are they going to work and they can't wait to get there or are they just always late for work and i just started thinking like a million different variations of why people are always blowing through the stop sign i think we should put that one on the back burner work on the fentanyl one yeah you don't like that idea just saying i, li- I like you have the to idea. hear you have to hear i didn't write lyrics yet you know the lyrics will be good i, I like i like the idea but you should also work in that there's a hospital at the end of your block and people are probably going there well there you go that could be one of the one of the verses could be about so let's go to the hospital because they've cut their finger off is it going to be like crash test dummies or is it be like once there was this guy who <laughs> that was headed my plan to the hospital <laughs> <You're> like, yeah <laughs> yeah birthmarks all over her body <laughs> That was, that was, that's why i don't sing soft now you guys heard it <laughs> i would have never thought about that song again in my entire life you know the, the chorus of that song was it took him a long time to write it yeah i think the lyrics were mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't even harmonize the mm's. it was just all just one monotone mm. what is that guy doing now he's a crash test he's doing punk rock karaoke <laughs> sick 
don't tell me that's considered punk rock because I'll change genres right now. If, I, if I, Crash Chest Tubbies is in the same genre as us, I'm out. Have you guys ever heard another song from that band? Not a single one. Me no. neither. No. Oh, he's got a Wikipedia. What does it say? What's his name? Brad Roberts. Brad Roberts, singer for Sarcasm. <laughs> you know what his full name is? Bradstaffer. <laughs> Bradstaffer Roberts. <laughs> His last name's really Bobby, but they, he changed it to Roberts for you know for his stage name. It was Bradstaffer Bobby. Uh, his parents had a sense of humor. He does not though. No, none. When he made that Zero. terrible song, that song I never liked. For the record, I don't know how it even got on the radio or on MTV. Like, bro, there was so many songs back then. Like primitive radio gods standing outside a broken telephone booth. Is that the one that's just like do do do? Do, 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 do. No, that's not. No, I, that's, did, I that's, totally did the Wild Side. That's Wild Side. Yeah, that's Lou Reed. Right by, by the way. The Marky Mark version is mint. Yeah. Do you know Lou Reed's from Long Island? I did not. I love finding out people are from Long Island. It's, it's a thing I like. Like Rick Rubin's from Long Beach. Rick Rubin is horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> I can't He's, believe you just said that. No, no. Uh, he doesn't... Uh, Every story I've ever heard about this dude is that he just walks in in the middle of the production and like interrupts things and then leaves. Like he's not the guy responsible for like the great recordings. He just knows how to hire good engineers. Yeah, but he's a guy, he's an idea guy. He's an idea. He's a guy that walks in and be like, yeah, you know what? What if you? He came up with. A, I watched a thing where you know in the beginning of uh, if you have a girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. The Jay Z song. He like his thing was like he's like. Jay-Z had this whole like intro, whatever that was, whatever. And then he's like, no, 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 no. Like get rid of all that. Just sing it acapella. Like just rap that line acapella and then we'll have the beat drop in. And like that, that's how the song starts. I know. I've seen that on the ground and, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that is an awesome intro to the song. It sounds so freaking good. And it's like iconic now. That's what he does. He has no musical talent. He just goes, hey, just why don't you make it do that? Yeah, and the beat doesn't drop till the hit me happens. Yeah, and that and it, it nails it. So like, and he admits it. He's like, I don't have any skills. I don't play any instruments. I don't know. I don't know how to read music, sheet music. He nothing. was pretty great on Little Dicky, on Dave episode. Oh, he's on it. Yeah, he helps him uh, when he's having a hard time writing Peanuth the album. <laughs> Which is finally being released to the world January 15th. Like a real album? Yep, the real songs from the show. Like uh, Mr. McAdams was the first single. He just dropped like the real version finally. That's a great song. It's so good. So Peanut comes out January 15th. That's and it's awesome. my favorite album name ever. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Rick Rubin's all. I don't know why. How funny is the word Peanut? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to... Um, do some soul searching about your Rick Rubin feelings. I think if you took every Rick Rubin record and were able to go back in time and hire a better producer, they'd be better. They'd be even better records than they were. It's impossible to say. Yeah, that's hard. yeah. There's no way to test that theory. You're just. I, are you talking about? Are you talking about production quality? Or are you talking about the quality of the songs? I, I think that the bands walk in and those songs are written. And Rick Rubin gets a really good engineer at a really good studio to do the really good recording. And the couple of ideas that he has, I don't know if they like make or break the songs. He has another story where he was with System of a Down 
and the lead singer could not come up with lyrics for a part of one of the songs. I think it's Chop Suey. And he's like, here's what you do. He goes, just grab a random book off my bookshelf. First page you turn to, just randomly open it up and point to a whatever thing and read off of and sing that. And he's like, okay. So he pulls out the Bible and he like randomly picks and that's the whole, why have you forsaken me? in your you know that part of the song yeah, like yeah. the during the the bridge like that's another rick rubin moment like it's a great part of the song too it is a great part of this song i feel like you're not giving him enough credit i mean he freaking founded def jam records right i think so i think he's just been very lucky and he's <laughs> jones hates the guy no i don't hate him Damn. i don't hate him i i think they're way worse but uh i i don't think that he's the guy like when i see his name on an album's production notes like i'm like oh whatever like i don't think that he was responsible for much should meet his brother steve rubin <laughs> steve rubin <laughs> <man>. steve lind rubin <laughs> um he invented a, a, a sandwich actually <laughs> yeah like there are other producers names that i see where i'm like oh that guy's on that that's gotta be good his uncle monty was a good guy yeah 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 monty monty rubin yeah you know what his middle name was carlo i don't know Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> well played well played i said carlo i really thought you were gonna knock that out of the park i screwed it up i screwed the pooch is that a term screwed the pooch yeah is the pooch a dog i don't so know man if you tell someone they screwed a pooch does it, you tell them that they're a dog a dog uh bestiality guy <laughs> big, a dog doer? big bestiality guy he's a big bc <laughs> okay all right anyway so that was our intro how'd you guys feel about it that's the intro. <laughs> That's the intro. Forty-five minutes in. 45. I love that we we've, lately we've been pointing out the intro and how it just overruns the show. <laughs> the show is just one long intro. Like we're gonna get to the interview soon, guys. <laughs> it's funny because the feedback feedback loop's gonna be like three and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best part is you know what I, I, why I'm proud of you guys. You wanna know, Jones? Why I'm proud of you? Why is that? Because we're the only podcast. That has absolutely no point. <laughs> and yet we still come up with episodes every week. We come in here with eight words written for an intro and it turns into 45 minutes. Every other 46, yeah, every 46 other, minutes. It's amazing. Dude, every other podcast has to either A, get celebrities on for interviews or B, they do like, you know, like the serial kind of like production thing where they like write a script and they read it like, like it's like 1930s, you know, War of the Worlds radio. We literally just turn on the mics and just talk about life. Not even life. We talk about tacos. So I'm proud tacos of you Tacos are life, Chief. Let's, wow. You just named the episode. Uh, and it's going to have Chief at the end of it, by the way. Just so you know. Tacos are life, Chief. Chiefland. <laughs> Chiefland. Uh, anyway, so that was the intro. I give it a I give it an eight and a half out of ten, actually. I thought it was really good. Five out of seven. Five out of seven. Ooh. Getting, getting fancy. How about you, Jones? What do you give it? I notoriously score low. Uh, four out of what 13 jesus wow you're a terrible person that's really good though for me like i thought that it was really good <laughs> do you think rick do you think rick rubin could have uh produced this show to be better or worse uh no this show would be exactly the same whether he was in this room or not oh, i hate you right now it would smell worse uh, he definitely looks like he smells 100 percent. he definitely looks like he's got smegma that dude has not worn socks almost his entire life i mean i don't wear socks either yeah 
I'm not wearing socks at the moment. I also like to think I don't smell bad. I'm also my the, as the episode goes on, my shorts are hiking up higher. They're and higher. so high, bro. I, I'm basically wearing a speedo right now. It's a good thing I'm not having any more kids because all circulation has been cut off in the crotchal region at the moment. I'm gonna have to fix this during the break. <laughs> We're about to hit 48 minutes on the intro. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's do the feedback loop. All right. This uh, segment is called the feedback loop. Eric, get it. Wow, we're we're professionals. All right, so this first piece of feedback comes from a longtime listener, Mr. Mike Arnone. Now, last episode we talked about all the food that they should bring back, and we got all nostalgic about things that have been uh, basically canceled. And um, so Mike sent us a full list, a full list of his bringbacks. All right, you ready? KFC popcorn chicken. And that snap rack thing, snap rack. Can you do it? Can you read? Can you read yes. them? Thank you. Are you are you able to read? Because I, yeah, I can't clearly. <laughs> so this is a uh, Mike's list of fast food that he wants to bring back. Uh, KFC popcorn chicken, which I didn't know was gone. By the way, I, it used to be. It was so great. Yeah, and it fit in the cup holder. Dude, I went to KFC the other day. They have these new like wrap things that they made, right? Mm-hmm. So there's three different ones. There's a classic one. There's a spicy coleslaw one and a macaroni and cheese one wow right they're awful oh no they're so bad the classic one all right if you why is it bad they're garbage they're so bad they're so fucking bad it's um you're like that's like uh, that that was like at like that was real jones right there like 100 percent. that wasn't yeah like your voice changed like you went to like I'm freaking serious. You now. wanted me like, to know you, how serious you were with that. You're statement. like, I'm serious now. These are bad. Like no, these are awful. bad things. I got to ask, what do you think would be on the classic wrap? Uh, chicken tender. That's what it is, right? It's a chicken tender. It's a, there's a chicken tender on all of them. It right? should so. lettuce, cheese, and some sort of sauce. A mayo, maybe. What do you think about pump? I think that, it, but the sauce will be um, like some sort of um, right mayo based. But I would think maybe it'd be a more ranch. Like special sauce. So- yeah, maybe ranch. It's a chicken tender and a pickle. Stop that. That's it? That's it. Wow. The mac and cheese is... Is it a... Wait, is it a fried chicken tender at least? It's a fried chicken tender. Okay. So have you done the Burger King one? Yeah, it's pretty good. Their classic is a chicken tender, lettuce, cheese, and an herb mayo. It's actually very tasty. Yeah, it's not bad. I love love herbs and spices. (laughs) The mac and cheese wrap. Mac and cheese wrap is literally just the mac and cheese from the KFC, the big stupid ladle that they put in <laughs> and a chicken tender that's it that's all that's on it what? the spicy coleslaw one is a chicken tender with the spicy coleslaw so they don't it. sauce any of them the coleslaw by way of having coleslaw has yeah but that's just sauce that doesn't yeah. count as a sauce yeah it's sauce it's sauce is its own its own genre terrible and i would i would kind of get it if they were cheap they're not even cheap were they like three bucks it was like yeah it was like 250 yeah uh, kfc needs to step their game up so I don't love BK, but their snack wraps are really good. The chicken wraps are good. Here's the thing. KFC is known for fried chicken, right? Yeah. However, you can get better fried chicken basically everywhere else. Think about that. That's their their whole model is broken. Like think about it. I if you were to pick a spicy chicken sandwich or any chicken uh fried chicken sandwich, what are your where are you going to go? 
I mean, before them, I'm going to um, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, Wendy's, before I even think of KFC. 100%. 100%. If you want a true fried chicken experience, like like a bucket of chicken, Popeye's. Every time. If you want a chicken sandwich, everywhere but KFC. Yeah. So when you break that down, what, what do they do well? I love their coleslaw. That's pretty much... Yeah, they got pretty much it. Good and French their fries are pretty good. They're wed- potato wedges now, yeah. Yeah, wedges. But yeah. their popcorn chicken was off the hook. But they, but it's gone now. It's go- I guess so. That sucks. And apparently they used to have good snack wraps, but they're gone now. I feel like the snack wraps were always Wendy's thing. Like that, that I feel like this is the first time KFC's McDonald's had the banging snack wraps too. Yeah, yeah. And then they did the Big Mac snack wrap. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh no, he was talking about it's not really a wrap. It's Two pieces of chicken were the bread. Oh, the double down. Yeah. No, no. I was just bringing up. The he rap. was just bringing up the wrap because we were talking about KFC. No, no. I'm saying this is our known. Our known wrote he wants to bring back the KFC popcorn chicken and that snack wrap thing that was two pieces of chicken as the bread. I know, but it just sparked in his mind the new snack wrap. That's why he told the story. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying he, what our known describing does not sound like a wrap. It's not. Uh, it's the double down sandwich. That's, that's what it was called. Yeah. Double down sandwich was wild. The buns were just chicken patties. Okay. Now. Arnon's also saying he wants to bring back Roy Rogers yeah. and A&W. So Roy Rogers still exists, I think. Yeah, I went but to one. Uh, to only on rest areas. The rest yeah. stops, yeah. I went to one at a rest stop recently. Yeah, and it's still great. The Fixins Bar still rules. A&W, I think, is also still around, just not here. Not here. A&W is awesome. Yeah. It is so good. There was one in Levittown that was like, the, it was the best thing to stop at. Like on like a special. And Eminem thinks they have the best hot dogs. And if you don't agree with them, you can get the F on, dog. Word. Ooh. Wow. Oh, dollar menus. He wants to bring back all dollar yeah, menus. Amen to that. And then he also called them all son of a bitches. Yeah, Unless they he's are. calling us sons of bitches. No, dude, know. the dollar menu, like the junior cheese deluxe from Wendy's that used to be 99 cents, is now like 320. So he wrote, by the way, he wrote son of a bitches as one word. Wouldn't it be sons of a bitch? Yeah, but that wouldn't be funny. Yeah. Whatevs. Um, <laughs> Steve Lind. And McDonald's. Uh, he wants them to bring back the Arch Deluxe. <laughs> if you're going to charge me $13 for a freaking burger meal, uh, at least dress it up to sound fancy. Facts. Word. I agree. Arch Deluxe was ahead of its time. It was. And they marketed it towards adults, which yeah. I thought was funny. It was great. Like picking up the rappers, the guys like at a park. He's like, he's got, he's got that little poker stick to pick up. Oh, that was a trash. good commercial core memory. Unlocked. Yes. Cool damn memory. kids, damn kids, damn adults. Yes. 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 That was so good. Someone needs to pull up that McDonald's commercial for the Arch Deluxe. That's, that's, that's freaking classic. Okay. So uh, Marie reached out also and she said, I'm catching up on your last episode, and here's a few thoughts on the Taco Bell segment. Now, I don't remember doing a Taco Bell segment because every segment is Taco Bell. Yeah, we did the, the Santa Fe Gordita and the Cholito. Oh, we did a whole thing? You don't remember that? We, like, ranted on it. Yeah, it was like a half hour of the show. Yeah. It's like every day we Talked about how the chicken Santa Fe Gordita was the best thing they ever had on their menu. Yeah. Oh, man, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we shit on the Chalupa hard. Yeah, F the Chalupa. Yep. Amen. Chalupa's for amateurs. Well, she doesn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. Sorry. I didn't read ahead. I should have read ahead before I, before I talk smack. Sorry. Uh, she said the Chalupa is a gift from heaven. Okay. Pump the brakes, Marie. <laughs> yeah. Let's calm down, Chief. Um, to bring back the quesarito. Agree. Agree. Quesarito was good. I could, I could, I could do without it. Yeah. If it's there, I might get it. Yeah. But they, they... Again, though, it has the stupid sauce that I hate. The jalapeno sauce. Yeah. 
Uh, number three, the Santa Fe Gordita got her through high school. Oh, God, it was the best. What got me through high school was you guys and your friends. Oh, stop it. Thank you. And the Santa Fe Gordita. And the Santa Fe Gordita. And uh, Camel Lights. And Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet. Yeah. And uh, um, going to Gallery for Pizza, getting two slices and a cookie. And a cookie, yeah. yeah. Or going or a chicken to, roll. Or going to Not Just Bagels and getting a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. Or Pow Wow Pita and getting the gyro, the curly fries, and a, a delicious whatever drinks they had in the fridge back then. I forget what brands existed. Was that, or, was that place good? It was awesome. We ate there so much. Oh, I never went there. Or or when I would be coming out of honors bio and you'd be coming into general <laughs> science and you and your general science friends would, would beat me up <laughs> for being dork. <laughs> Thanks, for, being, for being in a year ahead of us and we were a year older. I was like a year and a half ahead if you wanted because I was in honors bio. <laughs> so that would be 1.5 years ahead of you guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I got, you know, for all those listening who just rolled their eyes at me, just know that I got my comeuppance. <laughs> they beat me up a lot. So, so you could rest assured many wedgies were, were had. <laughs> so out of love. Yeah. I, I still love you. A <laughs> couple underwears later. <laughs> all right. Uh, number four, the jalapeno sauce and the quesadillas are indeed trash. Oh, thank God. I thought she was going to say it was from heaven also. No, no. Add guac instead. So she does the guac instead. I do. I told you I do the avocado ranch or the uh, the spicy ranch. Either one is just light years better than the jalapeno sauce. Agreed. Agreed. And then she also misses Roy Rogers. Uh, everyone does. I miss Roy and Kenny, to be honest. Oh. Both, both Rogers not, brothers. How the hell did we not bring up Kenny Rogers roasters? I thought we did, honestly. But maybe. Oh, God, we, we, dude. We missed, we missed the If both you them. gave me one bring back. That's it. That's it. Kenny Rogers chicken was oh, the best rotisserie chicken it was the most savory mouth-watering succulent. you can succulent. say the word succulent. It was succulent it was succulent chicken oh my god and i've been chasing that kenny rogers Me too. high for Me too. for probably 15 years and it's you can't you can't scratch nope. that itch man their side dishes were the best uh, they had pitas do you remember you yes. can get like a barbecue or a caesar chicken pita uh, they were so goddamn good where are you kenny where are you? Is he dead too? Is Kenny Rogers dead? I don't know. Yeah, he died a long time ago. God damn it. <laughs> Stop August. dying, everyone. Um, I go to Boston Market like once every like it's not the seven same years Boston. thinking maybe it'll like it'll 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 hit the spot. You know, it Boston Market went out of business. What? Stop it. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, good. They, cause yeah. they sucked. But my point is, I would go there and I'd be like, oh, this is kind of like Kenny Rogers. And uh, then it's not. You said it right. We, I've been chasing that high too, bro. That was like my, my chicken heroin. Oh. That's why I don't like chicken anymore. Because nothing lives up to that. It's like that Indian food place, Rang Mahal, ruined Indian food for me. I order from so many different places on Grubhub and none of them hit. Dude, every time I eat Indian food, I, I just, I, I've become this... I'm almost like an elitist as almost as if I'm Indian. Like I'm like, this tastes like an American trying to yes, make Indian food. Yes. Like what is this garbage? It tastes like yep. grilled chicken with tomato sauce on it. Yeah. So anyway, Kenny Rogers, rest in peace. And your, and your oh, God. chicken. So good. Okay. Um, so then this other piece of feedback came from uh, Matt who, uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what we were talking about, but he said, enjoying the last episode, uh, you guys should ask AI to create a picture of your trash woman fetish. I read that text like five times before I understood what he meant. 
No, it wasn't Trash Woman. It was Hot Garbage Man. Yeah, yeah, Garbage Woman. Like trash, like like person, you know, master of the custodial arts. Yeah, People I took who, it as Trashy Woman. And I was like, did we talk about we liking Trashy Woman? I think I went down a I thought it was hole. directed at me. I was like, did I say that out loud? No, I think I, I talked about my fetish for like girls and like like dirty, dirty faces with coveralls on. Yeah, we had the whole conversation about it. Yeah, so he says we should make AI generate a picture of that. Why don't sure, we, we could just search it. I don't know. You think there's a lot of pictures of hot yeah. garbage women? Yes. You know what bothers me, right? If someone says like, hey, why don't you AI that? Why don't you? <laughs> it's not that hard. No, I think he's saying that we should do it for the show. Yeah, yeah, but we don't have like the golden AI voice. <laughs> like, well, I anybody could do it. Like, why don't you do it and send it to us, man? Help us out. We're busy I, doing a podcast, yo. I think you're going, you're taking a turn negative. He's down so here. mad about KFC's You're still mad about wraps. KFC's snack wrap. You're taking it out on Matt. Matt did nothing wrong. He's giving us great ideas. What he said is, hey, why don't you do extra work? <laughs> you know, you're going to get a wedgie, man. You're getting a wedgie. That's it. Eric is really good at giving wedgies, as I've learned. I can, uh, I can pull, I can pull underpants off a human body. (laughs) Easier than like a kid could pull a wrapper off a lollipop. (laughs) Like that's how Eric (laughs) dismantles underwear. The first thing I do with this $8,000 PC is that I'm going to type in hot trash, hot trash man, (laughs) hard garbage garbage person, woman, woman, don't do hot trash man, hot trash man. Your wife's going to divorce you if she sees that, that search history. I got weird to search history. (laughs) So you put up a random thing on the gram the other day and you asked people i did uh, i think uh, cj did oh okay. no you never put anything on the <laughs> you say it on the air the only time this one time ever that you ever posted on instagram and it was with zero context zero caption it was just a random <laughs> picture of a wine sommelier that got one like and now instagram always says do you want to boost this post yeah. like, no i don't no i sure don't no i don't because that's why jones is not allowed to, to control social media for us <laughs> That's why his marketing degree has been revoked. You're so bad at it. You're so bad at social media. But you're always like, oh, I'm going to post this right after the show. I'm going to post this thing that we talked about. <laughs> that you never do, except uh, for that time. Anyway. So you asked people their favorite 90s hip hop song. Yes. I go on. I go down. Oh, rap song. How'd you word it? I don't remember how you worded it. I said best rap songs of the 90s. Okay. And we got a lot of feedback. We got a lot. Jones, you should read off the ones that were sent to us. I will do that. Uh, this one comes from Belmont. He says, Triumph by Wu-Tang Clan. Great song. Can't go wrong with Wu-Tang. It's a good song. Brian A. says, uh, impossible question to answer, but Juicy Notorious B.I.G. Another solid choice. Another great choice. That's like a, that's like a generation defining song. Yes. Uh, B. Rogers says, Flavor in Your Ear. That's a good one. Was that Craig Mack? Craig Mack, yeah. Yeah. This one comes from uh, Chicken Pokeball Lady. She says, uh, Down with O.P.P. By Naughty by Nature. Okay. Okay. I'm going to skip. Wait. Oh, wait. Pokeball herself? My sister-in-law, Amy? Yeah. Yes. She also wrote... Does that say Mbop? Yeah. That is not a rap song. But it, it does, does slap, though. It does slap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but not rap. Uh, Deidre says, uh, Puff Daddy, Victory. It's a great song. Yeah, that is a great song. She also felt like she was entitled to a second answer, so she wrote <laughs> Nas New York State. Jones is just freaking applying the heat her, on our on our listeners right now. Her, sec, her second one. Do you want people one, to be fans of our show or not? <laughs> her second Deirdre, one was a better choice. Deirdre, you can post as many of your recommendations as you want. Keep them coming. Anyway. Was, was there like a character limit? No. <laughs> like she had to actually go back to the... Yeah, you can, it was only post. like... When you it's you have to respond with like I, I think there's a character there has to be a character limit. Yeah, and she was also keeping them separate, which is I I respect that as a, if as a data nerd, she's keeping the data quality. She also clean. realized after she wrote 
I don't know which one actually came through first. Well, what's your next one anyway? Uh, Nas, New York State of Mind. And that's just a top tier rap song. That is a great song. All right, what else we got? Uh, hey, you're skipping. You can't skip people. I'm not skipping myself. I'm skipping myself. Why did you skip yourself? What you wrote in? Scroll up. I'm seeing your monitor. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, you said he- I said fight, fight the, the power p- by Public Enemy. Okay, also from Long Island. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, another vote for Juicy from K Overs. Uh, this one nice. comes from Dorney uh, Wu Tang Clan. Ain't nothing to f with. He also said Juicy too. He 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 felt like he had like two responses also. Okay, those are both great. KYB uh, says ninety three till infinity. That's my niece Kylie Kai Bates. That's the name. I'm also not familiar. Isn't that with an that album? No, that's that's a song. The song. I don't think I've ever heard that song. I, don't, I have no idea what that is. Uh, that's literally one of the best hip-hop songs ever written. Who's, who's, who sings it? Who raps it? Souls of Mischief. That's a, that's a cool name. Is it's played a, like four times and always be my maybe. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. It's, it's I feel like song. they're an offshoot of the ICP. No, they're Stop a it. legit rap band from SoCal, and they're great. Okay. Uh, Mike Arnone says, Easy by the Commodores. No. He, <laughs> no. <laughs> he did not say that. Uh Know the ledge or New York State of Mind. He knows what's up. Chuck says, "Pass me by the far side." I agree Great with that choice. One. That that might be my. That's in the that's in the top five of my favorite songs. Period. All time, all genres. All right. Well, just so you know, I have made a top ten list that I will be reading after this list, and I will correct all the wrongs that were done in this list. All right. Well, is Far Side on it? I'm not telling you yet. Okay. This one comes from Nico. He says, Floof's is Paradise by Flufio <laughs> and Harold James. That's the name of your dog. Okay, that, that, that gets uh, stricken from the record. <laughs> Doc Chaz says, Gin and Juice, but I don't stand by that either. Yeah, Gin and Juice is, is good, but yeah, it's good. Oh, we got another Pass Me By? No, it's a duplicate. Oh. Um, Doc Chaz also answered with Regulate by Warren G. I'm really surprised that that didn't get more love. That's a great song. It's a great song by a not great rapper, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And also Nate Dogg basically Doesn't matter, makes it. Doesn't matter, it's a great song. Yeah, Nate Dogg makes that song great. Uh, Lucy says it was a good day, Ice Cube. Yep, that's good. Uh, C Blank says Ninja Rap. Is that from uh, <laughs> Turtles 2? Sure Turtles, is. yeah. And uh, I think this is Derek with Amish Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect the, 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 the Weird Al skills. Did, uh, did Natural Born Killers come out in the 90s? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's on my list too. I should add. I should have added that. That song came out in like '94. That's one of the best friggin' songs. '93, '94. So you ready for the official top ten yeah, list? Yeah, let's hear the yeah. official. All right. So at number ten, coming in. At first, I wasn't gonna number these. Then I sat there and I was like, you know what? I am gonna number these, and it was pretty tough to do, but I feel like I got it. Number ten is gonna be a tribe called Quest and Leaders of the New School scenario. Oh yeah, here we go, yo. That's big. Here we go, yo. Okay. So what's so what's so what's us on there? Um, I didn't look at the other answers, by the way. This is this is pre. This is pre me looking at what anybody else wrote. Nine Nas, New York State of Mind. Good so book. Deirdre and Mike Arnone, I'm with you guys. I would have picked the message, but keep going. <laughs> it was important to us in the grand scheme of hip hop songs. Yeah, New York State of Mind was a banger. Yeah, eight. I have Notorious B.I.G. with Juicy. Nice, nice. Uh, he was, by the way, that whole song was about Kenny Rogers Roasters. It sure so was. <laughs> sure was. The Rotis. Yeah. Uh, seven, Wu-Tang Clan, Cream. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. The song's just important to hip-hop. It is. 
Number six, Far Side, passing me by. Yes. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> I love that song. I knew you'd be happy that was on there. Number five, can't believe nobody bought this band, this group up, or this song is Lost Boys. Renee. Oh my God, that is, that is a, a very influential. That is basically the soundtrack of uh, high school for. Sure is. Uh, number four, Souls of Mischief, uh, ninety-three till infinity. Boom. Song's amazing. Number three, Warren G and Nate Dogg, Regulate. Boom, look at that. Number two and number one is where I had the hardest time. Can I guess? Which way I was going to go. Yeah, can sure. Can I guess what your number two and number one are? You just Can you just yes, no, all the things they throw at? Yeah. Um, ski low, I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, vanilla Ice, um, Ice Ice Baby. Nope. Vanilla Ice, uh, get off that, stop that train. Nope. <laughs> vanilla Ice, I'm just kidding, I can't name any other <laughs> Vanilla Ice songs. Um, uh, no, okay, I'm going to give real ones. Biggie. No more Biggie. Notorious Thugs, okay, fine. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Crossroads. Nope. Um, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Nope. Um, the other two songs are East Coast, so I don't think West. East Coast. Um, uh, Busta Rhymes. Nope. Mob Deep. Yes. Mob Deep, and I'm going to say either Quiet Storm, Hell on Earth, or Drop a Jam on Them. No, you're missing their best song they ever released. Shook Ones, part two. Yes, sir. That's number two because on the list. Sh- because Shook Ones, part one, was 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 trash. Just if you guys ever want to listen to the yep. first Shook, Shook Ones. Ones, part two. I'm, I'm just waiting for number one to be DMX. Let's do it. It's not. Oh. What's, rawr, rawr. what's number one? Pete Rock and CL Smooth. They reminisce over you. Oh, how, how did I not guess that? That's I your favorite song ever. Yeah, it's the best hip hop song ever written. Oh, that's a good, that's a good list right there. Oh man, I'm gonna listen to all these songs. Yeah. After. Can we make a playlist? We haven't done that in a while. Can we, we make should. a Spotify? We should. Jones, you gotta listen to 93 till infinity after this podcast. Yeah, that's gonna be Oh, this song's so goddamn good. I can't, I can't believe, believe nobody put on anything from the first Eminem record. I just don't like him that much. Yeah, top ten though. There's there's some good stuff on there. T does. Yo, what's up? This is Tajay of the Mighty oh. Social Mischief Crew. I'm chilling with my man Festo, my man A plus and my man Oh, you know he's dope. A plus, like from Hempstead, like nah. our friend A plus. They have their own in, in California. All right, I've that's literally, li- I've never heard that song before. But I like it. That's a little it's taste so good. for everyone to go to go dive in. Um. I also there's, think I broke Spotify on my... There's so many things that got missed. I mean, there's so many songs. I mean, it's a whole decade. They didn't get missed. I laid in bed for like an hour and a half putting this together. I subtracted, added, subtracted, added, divided twice. Like, there's so much good West Coast rap. I think... Um, like, Dre Day was a great song. Yeah, but just not compared to any of these. Nothing yeah. but a G thing. Yeah. Not compared to any of these. We have to... Re- maybe we do next poll will be like east coast rap and then we'll do a west coast rap one 20 dollars sack pyramid i have no idea what you just said <laughs> it's the greatest skit ever on a rap album I always, it's pretty good yeah well we could do best skits in a rap album best jerky boy phone call 
<laughs> I'll bring my glasses and my shoes. Yeah, Dr. Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> I'll beat it with my tools, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my glasses and my shoes. So, so I, I have, have them. them. I still the, say that, by the way. the best. Whenever people are like, oh, you coming to dinner tomorrow night? I'm like, yes, I'll be there. I'll bring my glasses and my shoes. And then I'll wait <laughs> like 10 <laughs> seconds and then I'll write text. So I have them. <laughs> and no one ever gets why I say no it. No one. No one. <laughs> when people ask me my phone number, I always say 555-5785. And no one ever has any You know what's wild right now? It's 111 p.m. and we're at an hour and 11 minutes on the podcast Whoa. wow that's weird it's pretty crazy Make that a wish. Is, that's weird so we, we should we gonna do uh, recommendations and our reviews yeah yeah right you want to just mush them together into one, yeah. one yeah, episode yeah. okay one segment so here's the one thing. episode yeah. so we're, the song that we're about to play to intro this segment says recommendations but I just want to leave a disclaimer that I'm going to talk about some stuff on the on the on the epi- on this segment that I don't recommend. I'm just going to tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you recommend they stay away. Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll Listen, I'll, I'm going to talk about some stuff, too, and I'll tell you if I wreck it or if I don't. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So this is our recommendation segment. Eric, hit it. Did you know that someone got shot in the Philippines for singing that song? <laughs> it's true. It's true. They take they take their recommendations jingle very seriously in the Philippines. Um, okay, so my first recommendation, and I actually just started watching it yesterday. I'm all four episodes that have been posted so far. I watched and like binged right through. Um, and oh man, is this a good show? Reacher season two, Amazon Prime Video. Whew. One of the best shows I've watched in a long time, and I highly recommend it. Um, if you watch season one, you know what you're getting into. I will say it's even better than season yeah, one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that season one was amazing, so saying that season two is better than season one is a very, very strong um, endorsement of how good this show is. Yeah, agreed, bro. They take all the things that were awesome in season one, with the character and the, and the dude that plays Reacher just like nails it and they just amplify it like times 10 by adding like an ensemble cast around him. And I believe his him. name is Alan Richman. Yeah, he's awesome and he's Alan huge. Richman. You know what they did that's also awesome in season two? So <clears throat> season one, he was like, he was like his own guy. He met a couple of people in the new town. They were good characters. Um, this season, they brought back the one female he was friends with who met him in the town in the first season, she's a great character. And they added a couple of more from his old like army regiment. And they're both really good characters. They're like, there's substance to them. They're not just like, yes, one trick ponies that are there. They have, yeah, they're, they're three dimensional characters with, you know, they have their own kind of vibe and start, and they lightened it up a little bit too by having like a like good banter between them. So they basically took all that was awesome with Reacher season one, and then they sprinkled in a little bit of Fubar 
the the Arnie the Arnie Schwartz. Yeah, but not too much where it's goofy, and that's the best part of it. It's not goofy at all. It's just like it's just it, 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 they they add moments of levity in there that make it um, just super super enjoyable. They found a way to give you a team of four characters that are by all regards different, very different, but also a well-oiled machine of a team. So like the fact that it works that way is incredible. Yeah. So Reacher season two. I mean, obviously if you haven't watched season one, also recommend Reacher season one. Uh, but, but definitely season two. Holy crap. So good. And I needed that. I've been like grasping at straws. Lately. Same. Like watching stuff that like normally would never even make the cut just because there's nothing else to watch. So that's my, that's my first record. You should watch obliterated. Did I talk about obliterated? No, I think I know what it is though. Is that on Netflix? Yes. Is it like uh This wasn't like I don't know. I, I didn't wreck this. I don't think so. Okay, so if I I'm gonna do one quick then. Do it. Just it's a show about a group of mercs, mercenaries that are in Vegas to stop the sale of a, a nuclear bomb. That old chestnut, yeah. Okay. So whatever. It's no spoiler. They they stop it. Um the head of whatever agency they work for tells them they're done with the mission. Go enjoy themselves in Vegas. So they throw like the sickest party, get like hammered, do all kinds of drugs, like just get completely obliterated, uh-huh. get a call back that it wasn't, it was a decoy bomb. They have seven hours to find the real one. And now they're all shit faced and have to go. They have seven hours to find the real bomb to stop it from blowing up las vegas so you did talk about this i just I didn't okay the, i didn't remember the name of the show oh yeah it does sound familiar that's pretty pretty great plot line actually i'll check it out I'll it's enjoyable it it's it's it, that's very foobarish it's like action comedy yeah love it and there's boobies oh that's i mean that's icing on the cake right two there. boobies two sets of boobies so four so four total boobies that's a lot that's yeah this day and age it is a lot love it okay do you have more um, I watched a couple other movies and I just want to share. Oh, yeah, yeah, do. do I won't put these in the reco bucket. I'll put these in the, hey, you know. You do, better put do, the second one in yeah. the reco bucket. All right, so the first, all right, fine. Uh, the first one is um, I watched Leave the World Behind on Netflix. It is with Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, Mahershala, what's his name? Mahershala Ali. Yeah, that guy. And, um, and Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is in it also. Uh, and it's about essentially a, it's an apocalypse, like the beginning of an apocalyptic uh, scenario kind of thing where in this, in this story, it's not a zombie apocalypse because of some virus. It's actually a cyber attack, like a super, super well-coordinated cyber attack on like a bunch of things all at once, um, which right out of the gate, got like it got like bonus points for me as i'm watching because i'm like oh this is at least a fresh take on this stuff i mean it's die hard four but whatever you know it's live free or die hard whatever i just i've i've hit a point where like one more zombie apocalypse movie and i'm out i'm done i'm done with apocalypses so it was refreshing because it was like a little bit more like real life like this could happen like like a crazy like well orchestrated cyber attack that like takes down power takes down internet takes control of electric cars like basically like they like basically overpower all the teslas and make them into like oh my god it's live for your die hard without an action star wow pretty much yeah so 
very good plot, very good like start to it. Enjoyable watch. I would rec. I would. I would almost recommend it. However, it like ends with like no real good ending. There's no like good, like there's no satisfaction at the end of it. So for that reason, I cannot in good conscience recommend it as a movie. But I would say if you've got nothing else to watch and you want to give it a spin, you're not going to hate it. But you're also probably going to be a little bit like, ah, all right, that's it's over. That's it. Okay. But uh, I did watch it. And I and I, I put two hours of my life into it, so maybe you guys check it out. Don't check it out. I don't care. Yeah, I'm good. All right, the next one is a movie that I think you told me about when it first came out, um, and I finally got around to watching it. Uh, Gran Turismo, and this is based on a real life story of this kid in England who was really really good at the video game Gran Turismo, like super into it. And uh, his dad was always giving him crap, like get a real job, like or learn how to play football, aka soccer, um, and like get out of your room, basically. And his dad's also one of my favorite actors ever. That I, don't, I forget his name all the time. Yeah, he's a good actor. The guy's great. Um, he's the guy from Gladiator. Gladiator, yes. Is he, it Laser? It's not. <laughs> no. no, not American Gladiator. It's not Gemini. Um, he is really good, and they decide to do this like marketing like gimmick where they're going to teach like video game Gran Turismo players how to actually drive real race cars. And they like do like a camp where they take like the top 10, um, you know, video game racers in the, on the, you know, on the planet and put them through this, this training thing. And, and the number one person will actually race for team Nissan. And the guy who wins is this kid, the main character. And this is all real life. This really happened. And he goes on to become a pretty damn good racer. And so it's the story of him learning how to he still drive races. race cars. Yeah, he still races. I think he had a really big... Um, and this isn't a spoiler. It's just it happened in real life. So it's real life. He had a bad incident where he, he lost control of his car and crashed into the stands and killed a, a, a spectator. Um but he was ruled as like nothing he could have done. It was like not his fault. It was just a freak accident. But like gave a lot of a lot of people criticized like the whole like Formula One or whatever because they're like that's why you don't let amateurs race. But like the kid turned out to be a really good racer, and I think he placed like third in uh, in like Le Mans or whatever, like mm-hmm. one of the big races. So like he turned out to be really good. Yeah, and the real driver is the stunt driver in the movie. And he was on set the whole time, so the kid got to like learn off him. Yeah, that's amazing. So the movie is super, super well done. Um, some good actors in it. Um, I'm trying to think who are some of the famous people in it. The guy from Stranger Things, I always forget his name, but and Legolas. Yeah, Lego Orlando Bloom. Uh huh. Is the marketing executive that comes up with this whole stunt, this whole idea, and then the 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 coach, the guy that get to like teach these kids how to race is God, why is my brain break on stuff like this all the time yeah he's, Dave, david harbour thank you david harbour i mean hellboy stranger oh, violent things. night he was santa he was yeah, he played, this guy's been santa he's been a, a town sheriff he's been uh hellboy i mean this guy's got range the guy's from black widow He's Black yes. Widow. <laughs> he's Black Widow. He's Bla- he is Black Widow. No, he plays the the Russian superhero yeah. guy in Black Widow. White Will- Willow. Widow. White Willow. White Willow. <laughs> White Willow. Widow. 
I don't know what happened, Jones. I think the Red Bull's wearing off. <laughs> Spun out in Gran Turismo. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that one I do recommend. You should watch that. Gran yeah, it's Turismo. A, it's a good movie. Good action, heartfelt, not overly complicated movie to watch. Um, and then my last uh, reco is, so now you guys know how much I love VR. Uh, Xbox just launched cloud gaming on the Quest 2 and 3. So that means that you could play any Xbox game on your on your on your quest which is pretty awesome you could bluetooth a controller onto your bot onto your your headset and play like any video game in vr it's pretty amazing that's it those are my reviews <laughs> and recos nice that's it I'm done. so i watched um my first wreck is if you like romantic comedies and if you like romantic comedies with action apple tv put out a movie called ghosted like maybe like five months ago, and I never watched it. I watched it at work the other night, and it was really enjoyable. It's Ana de Armas and Chris Evans? Yes. Okay, that's Captain America, right? Yes. Okay. Um, also known as um, our best friend, Sam Hargrave's uh, stunt double person. Correct. Yeah. So whenever you see Captain America, you're really seeing our friend Sam Hargrave. You are? Our best, awesome. our best friend ever. Our best bud. So the, the moral of the, the plot of the movie is he is like, uh, he can't like keep a girlfriend because he's like too clingy. He like over texts. Mm. Um, and like, sounds like people we know. And his like family gives him shit for it. And like, it's like a big joke in the beginning. And he meets Ana de Armas at, he's like, um, he's a farmer. So he goes to like the farmer's market and he has like a booth set up and he sells uh, whatever honey we'll whatever honey. stuff it is and uh, he meets her there and they end up going on a date and it turns out that she's like a CIA op ah that old but she's you know she said she's an art dealer whatever it is so they spend one night and then he can't get in touch with her for a while and she's like not returning him so his sister's like dude she ghosted you like it happens just get over it but he realizes that he left like his stuff in her bag that night on the date and he pings it and sees where she is in Europe, whatever. So he's like, I'm going to fly there and surprise her. So he... Not well, at all creepy, by the way. That's like the best part of it is everything he does like to get a girl is wrong. Hey, Nico, if you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this, don't ever do that. Don't do it. All right. Libby will run for the hills. So he goes there and ends up in a spot where like people think that he is this person called the tax man who's like a CIA op who has like codes to some bomb, whatever, whatever it is. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, but she's actually the tax man, but they take him and they're like torturing him. She comes in and saves him like guns blazing. And the rest of the movie is like hard trying to keep him safe. He's not like completely helpless though, because they make it like a point to say in the beginning, like he was a really good wrestler, like in high school and college. So like he can like fight in situations. He's just not like a trained op. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's a regular dude. He doesn't, he, yeah, he's, he's like having a, a hard time. Yeah. Like, she's like, just shoot him in the face. He's like, I can't do that. You know, like, yeah. it's like a normal person would in that situation. But he's like fighting dudes, choking him out. Like, he, cause he can handle himself. So it's yeah. not all the way like far fetched. I love it. Anywho, as you can see where the story goes, like, as it goes along, she's like, you're creepy. Like, and he's like, whatever. I was just trying to be nice. And like, they end up eventually. Did he type her up a letter that said, will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> no. Yes, no, maybe. With but it gets boxes. to the point where she saves his life and they fall in love and whatever it is. But the end scene of the movie, I I don't know. 
there's a restaurant in the world where the top of it spins very slowly and it's like all glass windows. It's in Seattle? See, I think it's Seattle. The needle? Right? Yeah. So the end of the movie takes place there. Like that's where the big buy is going to happen for the weapon. Yeah. And he goes in playing the role of the tax man. The big buy could have been a great nickname for you in high school. If, oh, you, if, so, you, you, know, if you swung both ways, you so, know. So good. <laughs> so anyway, during this fight, like the gears get shot and the, the top of the restaurant starts spinning very fast. So there's a scene toward the end. Uh, so before I jump to the end, in the middle of the movie, um, bounty hunters start showing up to try and capture them. Of course. They and do. it's actually very funny because the first bounty hunter is Anthony Mackie, who is the new Captain America and Falcon from the Marvel Universe. And part of Twisted Metal, which mm-hmm. is the best show ever. But this is paired up with Chris Evans. Like, so it's like a Marvel character in a movie with him, who's the new Captain America. I love that. Playing this little small part, right? He gets taken out by another bounty hunter who's John Cho, which is funny because uh, he's... Like Harold and Kumar? Yes, because he's in the live action version of Cowboy Bebop as like a space bounty hunter. He gets taken out by Sebastian Stan, who is the Winter Soldier and Bucky Barnes from Captain America. Oh my God. Who's the third bounty hunter. So it's like one five minute scene in the middle of the movie that's just thrown together. and It's pretty funny. That's awesome. So end of the movie. They're on the top of this restaurant and it's spinning super fast and they're, they're on the walls of it like a Gravitron and they're like having a gunfight and like fighting with the bad guys. Like that time that me and you went to the yes. Gravitron. So together. I'm like cracking up watching this at work because I'm like, oh my God, this is literally me and Pomp have done this. Like we fought on the Gravitron. This is a true story. And me and Eric got into a full on battle <laughs> on the Gravitron because we were the only two. It was me, you, and some like like scared out of his mind sixteen year old boy, and like just me and Eric just like completely like I kept like putting my leg out and then letting the gravity take it so it hit him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we were like rolling around the, out, the inside of this thing. Bro. <laughs> she was chasing me around the Gravitron by roll like we're just the two of us just roll. Just picture me and Eric rolling like me trying to get away from Eric after hitting him in the nuts, <laughs> and just the DJ in the middle looking at us like, watching, like what are you like, guys what is doing? Happening? right now so this fight happens on the window of it and he and she's like you have to like throw me over and he's like like super like awkward trying to get hard on the other side. it was like funny it made me remember our times on the gravitron oh, so job. the movie was good if you want to watch like a, a quirky little rom-com that has good action in it and anna de armas who's uh not ugly just not ugly at all uh watch it love it now i also watched two other movies this past week i watched thanksgiving which is the Eli Roth horror movie that yeah. was released in November. And how was that? Um, it was actually enjoyable. Nice. It kept me literally when they reveal who the killer is at the end. It actually like kind of shocked me. Okay, I love and that. That doesn't. I I consider myself a horror movie like snob where I can usually pick it out early. Yeah. This one really sent so many red herrings out that I didn't know who it was. Oh. Like the reveal I- happened, and I was like, ah. Uh, well look at you good for them so uh, good old misdirection it was pretty good that a pilgrim was killing people in town it was like kind of interesting to see that's amazing and um this is taking place in the night in this takes place now okay in plymouth rock massachusetts oh yeah yeah and um somebody gets uh there's like a big riot at a store on black friday and people die okay and the following year on black friday this pilgrim john carver starts posting on instagram from like a new account and killing people and like posting them on instagram uh, okay and no one knows who it is but everyone in the town is wearing these john carver masks which look very similar to v for vendetta masks okay 
Okay. But it was an enjoyable watch. If you want to watch like a horror movie, hour and a half, Eli Roth does it, so it was it was enjoyable. I love that. I also watched this movie called Silent Night, which is Joel Kinnaman, who was yep. the new RoboCop, and he was in Suicide Squad. Yes, yes, great actor. Um, movie is his son gets uh, shot in a drive-by on Christmas Eve, okay. and he also gets shot in the throat and loses his voice. Hence the name of the movie, Silent Night. There's like three words spoken in the whole movie, and it honestly doesn't matter. It was that enjoyable. Wow. And he spends, he's in the hospital till about Easter, and he spends from that point till the following Christmas Eve, like training to go kill the gang I love that, that was involved in the drive-by. I love that. And uh, it was, it's very enjoyable. And Kid Cudi plays the, de- de- the detective. Oh, nice. <laughs> So yeah, Silent Night. Nice. I recommend that, I guess, too, because it was super good, and it's done by John Woo, who does the uh, um, John Wick movies. Which one would you pick if you had to put them head to head? Which one would be a better watch? Different, different modes, different moods. Depends what you're in the mood for. One is if you want to watch a vengeance movie that's kind of a little sad leading up to the vengeance part. Than Silent Night. But if you want a scary movie. If you want to watch like a nice little horror flick that was put together, then I would do uh, Thanksgiving. And if you're on like, like if you're on a date or you're hanging out with a lady, do a little Ghosted on Apple TV. Love that. Love that. Well played. Well played. Jones, how are you going to top that? John Woo, I see through your disguise, Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, God. You can't fool me with that Woo! <laughs> So um, stupid. No, I, I like found it. a way to work Dusty back in. Hey, hey. You know, it's been a while. I'm uh, going to recommend uh, two video games. I haven't recommended a video game in a while. Can you call them video games? I could do that. Okay. So the first one is Spider-Man 2, made by Insomniac Games. It's a sequel to Miles Morales, which was the sequel to Spider-Man. Uh, it's a whole long story about what happens in the game. It's not exactly accurate to the comic books, but it doesn't matter. It's so good. Um, it's very good. What uh, what platforms is it available on? It's, uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, PlayStation 5 I would play it on. I think it's available it's, for PlayStation 4 also. It's not. Oh, it's not? It's not. No, really? Boo. I don't have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Everyone point and laugh. Stupid oh poor kids. <laughs> Everyone point and laugh. Whatever. Wait, so, you've played the other Spider-Mans? Yeah, on my PS4. Oh, Spider-Man 2 is so good. It's so good. It's a lot more of the same, but it's also like they went crazy with the story. Yeah, the story is mint. Like the story is dope. Um, I feel like so many things didn't get repeated. Like, you know how like there's a lot of these games where it's like, hey, like go find all the things. It's like there weren't that many of those and they weren't that. Yeah, there was like a few of them, but like it wasn't like unenjoyable. No, it wasn't unenjoyable. Put it this way. I... 100 percented and platinumed it in six days which kind of bummed me out because now you now it's over yeah because i was kind of but now they're coming out with the with the new game plus update soon which i'm really excited for yeah and i can't wait to play new game plus and i, I played it on, on hard mode too and i'm yeah, like same it was awesome it was super enjoyable like Love just it. to swing around the city as spider-man again the swing mechanics are so amazing yeah and the new web suit gliding mechanic was fantastic like if anybody hasn't played a video game in a while and they have a playstation 5 and don't know what to do get it it's it's up there with the best video games ever made 100 wow. percent. agreed agreed 
the other one I'm going to recommend is Power Wash Simulator. It was a free. Yes. It was one of the free PlayStation games this month. Uh, so I got it. Uh, I've played a little bit of it. My wife has gone crazy with it. She is like on a mission to platinum that game. So this is a game. I haven't tried it yet, but this is a game where you literally just power wash things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all the reviews oh. I've read on this thing are like, they all start in like kind of the same way. It's like, you would think that this would be stupid and boring and like it f's so hard it is so enjoyable everyone's like it's so satisfying it's so enjoyable it's amazing it's like it's my new meditation it's my yoga <laughs> like, if like that's what the reviews all say like thousands and thousands of people all saying the same same thing like if you're one of those asmr people where like sounds get you you know where it's like you hear like this satisfying sound it's that kind of game for you uh, it's just awesome to be like, oh, like this is dirty. Let me make it clean. So if you think the sounds are good, I bought the new PlayStation earbuds. And man, you hear so much more with those in your ear. Oh, yeah. And the sound is even more appealing. Wow. I got to try this out. I'm going to try it. Dude. It's fun and especially for free. Can't go wrong. I like throwing on an album and just going. I've actually been do- doing it to uh, the, uh, the new taylor swift releases like the taylor versions okay oh does it have it built in where you could play music while you were playing well i mean this playstation 5 has like a spotify app oh okay so but the new earbuds you can connect while you're connected to the playstation you can bluetooth to your cell phone and you could spotify through the through the headset while listening to the game and it's wonderful yeah Uh, or you could do it through ps5 like when i was playing tony hawk a lot i took out the soundtrack and i made my own playlist on spotify why would you do that because it's so i ended up taking like all the best songs off that soundtrack and then put on the best ones from the other games too fair enough okay i just i'm very happy now because um uh xbox cloud gaming has power wash simulator on it so i can play it there you go right now actually not for nothing i'm pretty sure it's on the quest also yeah but that's paid it's like 30 bucks oh okay so and if i like it enough i'll get it on the quest i'll do it in vr like power wash in vr here's a tip don't waste money on the second power washer stick with the first one even though it's going to be a little tougher until you can buy the third one so just, okay that's good that's a good pro tip. the second one isn't a big enough upgrade from the first and it's going to waste all your money in the beginning okay i'm excited i'm going to play with the kids downstairs on uh on the, on the once you get to the third on one Xbox. it's mint and then by the time you're ready for the final one you'll have all the money you need for it hell yes i'm all in and don't you don't ever need to use the soaps or the detergents no, yeah so don't waste your money on them just like in real life i never use soap yep what? you're just going to want to buy the short and long extensions for your power washer Okay, I'm excited. All right, Jones, you had one more uh, reco? Uh, it's more of a review. I watched the Barbie movie the other day. They put it up on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, how'd that go? I don't understand it. I don't yeah. understand why it like set the world on fire when it came out. <laughs> I just want to. I just can I tell you why? I mean, I know why. No, okay. What? Why? Why do you think you don't? Because it touches on like er, like all of the stuff that's going on right now. Like no, I'm very, saying why you don't get it. Why, oh, why don't, I don't get it? Yeah. I, and the same reason why I didn't watch it. Same reason why I didn't watch it. Because it's not made for you, man. <laughs> no, no, that, that's it's not made a, for a 42-year-old, you know. No, that's without, a, that's without a doubt. No doubt. It's I, for, like, kids. I mean, it's it for, was, like, I think it's, a, it's great. Like, I, I'll be happy when my daughter's old enough to watch it. 
because I don't think she, I think it's a little inappropriate for a seven year old, but maybe when she's like ten or eleven. It's a little bit of that, but it's also like it's probably nostalgic for people who played with Barbies when they were kids. Like I don't Eric. fit that bill. I'm sorry. Eric, Eric was a big Barbie guy. Huge Barbie guy. Still won't watch the movie. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Like I'm, I'm not going to say don't watch it. It, it really wasn't a bad movie. In fact, it was probably the best movie they could have done with Barbie. Like the, a, an when, action figure with no backstory. I will say this: when I heard that they were making a movie, a Barbie movie, I was shocked that that got greenlit. I'm like, who the hell thought that that was a good idea? So the fact that they turned it into like a, a smash hit, like props to them. I'm never gonna watch it, but props I, to no, them. I, honestly, I think you guys should watch it. It's not. It's not a bad movie. I'm not gonna watch it. It's just not like why on earth was that like a box office record setting movie? Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand that part of it. It wasn't a bad movie by any stretch. Yeah, I'm not gonna ever. Yeah, yeah I'm never gonna watch it. <laughs> not gonna happen. But guys, what an episode! That was a long show. That's an hour and forty minutes. Two of, hours and forty-seven minutes. And we Six accomplished hours. nothing. 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 We've given you nothing. I've gotten more tired and more hungry. That's about all I've accomplished. You have no idea how freaking hungry I am. All I ate today so far was oatmeal about seven hours I'm ago. I'm smelling cold cuts. I don't think it's really existing, though, in the universe. No, there's no cold cuts. Yeah, so I'm just I'm going delirious. Yeah. So check our show next week when we talk about what other fast food <laughs> we want to bring back and the Gravitron. <laughs> yes. We should all take a road trip and do an episode on a Gravitron. I'll never go on one again. <laughs> I looked up uh, the yeah. Gravitron Wikipedia page. I'm looking at it right now. Did you know the Gravitron came out in 1983? No, but no. That, but I'm also not. I found no joy in that fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this one? It's also known by a variety of names, including Starship, Starship 2000, Starship 3000, Starship 4000, Starship Aereo 51, Starship Gravitron, Starship Exodus, Alien Abduction, Alien Invasion, Twister, Area 51, Flight to Mars, Enterprise, and my personal favorite, The Devil's Hole. Ah. <laughs> uh. This is like a super detailed Wikipedia page for a Gravitron. This is crazy. A lot of stuff here. <laughs> I like Starship 2000. That's yeah. I'm pretty. I'm leaning towards Starship 3000. Really? I yeah. feel like 2000 has better rank to it. I like the 3000. I know there's a lot of people in that like niche camp of like Starship 4000, but I think they're a little kooky. I don't care for any of those people. Yeah, those are the same people. They're like, oh, I knew Blink 182 before they got famous. Oh yeah, you know, dude, Ranch yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, I've like Cheshire Cat. No, you didn't. No one did. No one did. Look at how many people are in line for that Starship 2000. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of people. That I like the one lady no on the one. right with her arms crossed. She's just not having it. Yeah. She's like, I can't believe my husband is making making me wait outside while he goes on the Starship. When me and Pop went on, there was no line. <laughs> There's zero line. Lady's a stone cold bitch. Yeah, she is. She's like, why am I waiting for this? Everyone knows Starship 4000 is way better. She's the reason that Kenny Rogers' roaster's closed. Her fentanyl's wearing off. She's getting all yeah. uppity. <laughs> She's getting all uppity. <laughs> Calling someone uppity is like in my top five favorite things to say. Oh, look at her all uppity with her arms crossed. She's so mad. Anyway. All right. Why don't we wrap it up <laughs> so we can eat some cold cuts? <laughs> Go get a snack. <laughs> get a goddamn snack. Get a goddamn snack. All right, Eric. Do your thing. Do your all right. Uh, so thank you. Thank you all for the feedback. Um, I'm sorry if you picked the wrong uh, best rap songs of the <laughs> 90s. That sucks for you guys. I know it's just your opinion, but your opinion's wrong. Yeah. 
And you should feel horrible about it. Uh, Steve Wind is the best name. Yes. And uh, until next week, we love you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Holy crap. It's Christmas Eve Eve. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. I think Hanukkah is done, but happy Hanukkah uh, since we missed you when it was happening. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, yep. Um, happy Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm sure we'll be you'll be hearing from us after the New Year. Or before. Who Maybe knows? before. We'll see how uh, we'll see what Santa says about you guys. Yeah. If you guys have all been nice, then maybe we'll think about it. So, yeah, until then, uh, we love you. Bye. Peace.